Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. We're so blessed to be here with you all. We're so grateful for our amazing owners that created this opportunity for us to build a life that we love. And without further ado, I now hand it over to my tenacious husband, Gio. Good morning, everybody. Can you hear me okay? All right, great. You having a good time? All right. I'm going to get to it because I've got uh, so much time and this major clock is ticking here. So onward. I'm going to start, give you a little bit of background so we know where we are coming from and where we're going. A couple of weeks ago, Joe asked me if I would please uh, speak here at the event. And I said, sure, what do you want me to talk about? And he said, well, you know, motivation, uh, network marketing, and why common sense? I figured, okay, you want me to tell my story? He goes, yeah, that's it. I said, <laughs> okay, so let's do that. So I'm not going to go way, way, way back, but as you can see on the screen, my life is based on a true story. <laughs> it all started back, my parents coming over from Italy, late 40s. Uh, my dad didn't know how to speak English, my, my mom either. On the second day, they opened up a shoe repair shop in uh, Hartford, Connecticut, and you know, they got working, and they got started. He was an entrepreneur from day two. So, I guess I have to tell you that I want to get these slides moving. So let's see if we can get this. Is the hardest part right here, by the way. Um, oh, thank you, Joe. Ah, turn it on. <laughs> Works better when you turn it on. Okay. So this little guy here, that's me at uh, 10 years old, I think I was, something like that. Oh, by the way, the nose there—that's original equipment. <laughs> this is not. And I'll explain later. <laughs> so, cruising along, you know, when we first moved, when they first moved to the States, they moved a lot. They relocated from one, the shoe store, and they lived upstairs. It was a real mom-and-pop shop. So, it seemed like every four or five months or every eight months or whatever, we moved. We relocated. So, consequently, by the time I was in school... I got held back, start over a grade. By the time I was like 12, 14 years old, I had stayed back three times. I'm the oldest kid in grammar school at this time. <laughs> the younger kids, they thought I was stupid. Here's this guy, he's like 14 years old, he's in fifth grade, what the heck, you know? But anyway, it wasn't my fault, that's just what happened. And consequently, I had zero interest in school, my uh, best subjects were in order, recess, gym, and art. That was it. And looking out the window, dreaming. Uh, Catholic school, tough stuff. You know, they walk up behind you, you know. Hey, Mr. Pisa, what are you doing? I'm nothing. I'm just looking out the window. Let me see your hand. Wham! These big giant, they look like penguins. They're the nuns, you know, with the big thing. <laughs> Scared the crap out of me. <laughs> So I go home after the first day of school, I remember, and my, my mom said, how was it? I said, it was great. I don't have to go back anymore. I'm all done. She goes, yeah, okay, fine. You know, 
drag my butt the next day. Anyway, that went on for a while. So, let's see if we can show you something here. There she is. That's mom. And there's my wonderful bride, Carol. This is around 1992. Mom giving Carolina some lessons on how to make pupetas, which is a kind of like a uh, potato pancake kind of thing. Anyway, it's a, a, a Sicilian thing. So mom was cool. If I did something wrong, she let me slide for two, three days. You know, and I'd say, wow, she forgot about it. I got away with it. And out of nowhere comes this wooden spoon, wham, back of the head. Ma, what the heck is that for? She goes, well, you remember two, three days ago when you did what you did? I didn't forget that. <laughs> Man, tough stuff. Of course, you know, they can't do that today. You know, they call 911. <laughs> Good thing we didn't have 911. My dad would have wrapped that cord around my neck, but <laughs> that's how that goes, right? So... Here I am, and I'm in school, fifth grade, not really interested. My dad comes over to me. He says, hey, uh, I got a friend of mine. He's got a car, and uh, it's a 53 Chevy. Let's see if I can. Well, there's my dad, by the way. Does that look like somebody you want to argue with? <laughs> Didn't work for me. <laughs> he says, uh, I got a friend of mine, he's, uh, he's going to give me a car, you know, you're going to be 16 next, uh, you know, next year. It would be a good idea if you could be able to, you know, get a job and be able to drive to work. Yeah, okay, cool. Hey, how, you get, how am I going to pay for the car? No, no, I, he owes me a favor. He's giving me the car. He's giving you the car? Well, you got to do a little work on it, but it's, don't worry about it. Okay, no questions, I'm cool, you know. So I get the car. And it's 53 Chevy Bel Air, you know, loaded. Need a little work to get it running, but we did it. But I'm not driving yet. 15. Can't go anywhere. Up and down the driveway. That's it. One day it's raining. I got six blocks to walk to go to school. Everybody's gone. Dad's around the corner at the shop working. Mom's working. My brother went to school. He went to a different school. He went to the smart school. <sighs> I get this idea in my head. I'm going to drive to school. I ain't going to get wet. So I drive to school, five blocks, school six blocks. I park one block from the school. I walk to the school, get into school, sitting in there by the window, Miss Jenkins, school teacher. Uh, you want to stand up, Mr. Pizzo? I didn't do anything. What do you want? Did I just see you drive? Were you, hey, you behind the car, behind the wheel driving there? <sighs> yeah. Do, do you need a ride home? <laughs> She's just looking at me. No, sit down. I got my own car. Anyway, I'm going to fast forward. I had a bunch of different jobs. Nothing worked out. My older brother went to hairdressing school, became very, very, very successful, seven-digit earner over some years. I decided to follow in his footsteps, went to school, New York, Vidal Sassoon here, training academy, got my license, years went by, I, I, I got my own salon, my brother was mentoring, helping me, he was doing great. And then all of a sudden this guy comes in the building and says, hey, beauty industry, 
Here, I got a skincare product. You, you're going to love this. It was a network marketing company. Same company Eddie was in, actually. But I didn't know Eddie then. <clears throat> so anyway, I did okay with it. It took me to Pittsburgh. I did an in-home meeting there. But the side effect of that is I met this really cool-looking blonde girl who's now my wife. Where are you? There you are. Can't see anything up here, by the way. <clears throat> so some time went on. I did that for about five, six, seven years. Decided to going to go marry this girl in Pittsburgh, went back home, sold everything, went to Pittsburgh. That was in 92, and been there since. And then this guy, Eddie Freeman, comes into my life. Hey, uh, we've got this company down in Florida. You'd be a perfect fit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay. So we did that, and the company did what all the owners and those other companies do. They screw you. And at that time, I kind of blamed Eddie for it because he wasn't calling me back. I didn't know the whole story that he got burnt to. And anyway, he ended up calling me not too long back. And he said, hey, you know, we got to clear the table here. We got to have a conversation. I wasn't really going to talk to him. He called the house. I just said, nah, I'm not talking to him. He said, you got to call him. I said, I'm not calling him. He said, call him. I said, I'm not calling him. She goes, you got to call him. I said, I said, not calling. She goes, you're going to call him? Okay, I'll call him. So, you know, that, she won again. I called him. We talked about everything else besides business. We cleared the table. And then, he, hey, you remember our friend Joe Melling? I, and I, I'm thinking, yeah, of course. How can I? Yeah, yeah, I know Joe. Well, he opened his own company. I, no way. And he starts telling me this and that. And I, he says, you in? I go, nah, I don't know. Let me sleep on it. Next morning, I call him, hey, can you do a call, three-way call at 1020? Obviously, I'm in. Yeah, so we called this guy in Ohio, and he got in. And next thing you know, you know, the end of the month came, we hit gold. It's like, whoa. So we had fun. And here we are. Now, you know, things are going great, not all the time. Because, you know, life does this stuff. Anybody experience that? Raise your hand if you had life go like that. I can almost see you. Okay. So if you went like that, I wouldn't know. So I don't want to take up everybody's time. We have a lot of stuff going on today, but I just want you to know something. You know, I was into music a real lot. Motown. I grew up on Motown. I loved it. And then the British Invasion, of course, you know. I'm a big Beatle fan. My license plate says, let it be. It's my philosophy in life. Just kind of let it go. Leave it alone. But, you know, quickly, there's my brother, Sal Dino, the hair designer. His daughter, she's a hairdresser, and then there's a little, my great-grandniece, one of them. But, um, whoop, we lost one. Oh, where are you? Come on. There he is. Mr. Eddie Free. It's his fault, by the way. Anything goes wrong in my business, that's guy you got to blame right there. <laughs> Never give up. You know, Carol says, I'm tenacious. What else are you going to do? You give up, you already got that stuff you, you, that you don't want. You might as well keep going. So... I got a quote from one of, our, one of my heroes, John Lennon, and you can read it, and um, it's true, you know? You dream alone, that's it. You want to dream with other people who think like you do, right? Whoop, that's not me. So they're going to play a little bit of that, uh, one of my favorite songs by the Beatles, just a couple seconds of it, just to give you an idea that, you know, life isn't miserable. It's what you make it. And if you surround yourself with people who think like you do, 
you're going to grow and move forward. And I do want to just thank everybody for your time and for listening. And I want to thank Eddie again for calling me, even though I didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> but thank you, Eddie. I appreciate you. Appreciate you guys, too. The owners of the company, the best people you'll ever have. Joe, Richard, and the women who run the deal behind them. Thank you so much, everybody. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program. The purchase of the program is optional, and any unauthorized reproduction or broadcast of this digital media without express written consent is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.